So YouTube has updated their terms of service and to say that the community is outraged is a slight understatement. But what does all this mean? How does this impact our channel? Well, we're going to dive into all this and more on today's episode of Tube Talk. Let's do this. Welcome to Tube Talk, the show dedicated to helping you become a better video creator so you can get more views, subscribers, and build your audience. Brought to you by vidIQ. Download for free at vidIQ.com. And welcome to another episode of Tube Talk. My name is Liron Segev. I'm your host. I'm a tech blogger, a YouTuber, and the director of customer success here at vidIQ, where every day we help creators big and small level up their channels, get more subscribers, more views in less time. This week, well, we all know why we're here. We're here because of the latest huh, updates to YouTube terms of service, and we absolutely have some thoughts. So let me introduce the vidIQ crew to you. Today, we have our resident YouTube creator, Mr. Rob Wilson, of course. Hello, everyone. Thank you for having me back on. And yes, there isn't another topic that gets us all talking than monetization. I'm not going to say I'm looking forward to this in one sense, but in the same way, I am looking forward to this because there's lots of things uh, we're all going to be sharing. Absolutely. And of course, we cannot have this kind of discussion without our superhero gaming master, Mr. Dan Carlson. Hello, Dan. Hey, so if it's one thing that people who play video games need, it's money. <laughs> so this should be a very interesting conversation. I'm actually very excited to have it. So I guess we've got to start right at the top for the four people that maybe have been sleeping under some rock and don't know what's going on. Rob, why don't you kick us off? Why are we actually here having this discussion? Yeah, so let's start with simply the facts here. And Dan, if you want to share my screen right now, uh, YouTube posted a uh, support page forum update uh, yesterday. Was it yesterday? Yeah. No, it was Wednesday, day, wasn't it? Yeah, day it's, already been, it's already been 48 hours. So November the 18th. And the terms of service, right to monetize, is what everybody is really interested in right now. And to stress, as of time of recording, this only applies to the US, but our understanding is it's going to roll out to many countries. I'm not going to say all, but many countries in 2021. And it says this, you grant to YouTube the right to monetize your content on the service and such monetization may include displaying ads on or within content or charging users a fee, for example, the YouTube premium service. This agreement does not entitle you to any payments. And I think those are the, <laughs> the most important words in this. Starting November the 18th, 2020, any payments you may be entitled to receive from YouTube under any other agreement between you and YouTube including, for example, payments under the YouTube Partner Program, Channel Membership, Super Chats, will be treated as royalties. So there's a little change there. And then just further down, uh, YouTube have tried to put this in more in layman's terms and take it out of terms of service legal speak. So for channels not yet in the YouTube Partner Program, which is, I assume is a lot of you who are watching this right now, we've added this new section to let you know that starting today or Wednesday, uh, we'll beginning slowly rolling out ads on a limited number of videos from channels not in the YouTube Partner Program. For example, if you, you are a channel and you don't have a 1,000 subscribers, you don't have 4,000 hours of watch time, you haven't even applied for the YouTube Partner Program yet, YouTube may start putting ads on your videos, simply put. This means that as a creator, uh, not in the YPP, you may see ads on your videos. Since you're not currently part of YouTube Partner Program, you won't receive a share of the revenue. 
So when people are in the YouTube Partner Program, they receive a 55% split of the revenue, uh, usually. But for you, even though you're not in the YouTube Partner Program, YouTube are going to put ads on there, they'll receive 100% of the uh, share of the, the revenue. And because this is a terms of service and you automatically agree to it when you start a YouTube channel, there's nothing you can do about this uh, right now. Uh, so what else have we got here? Let me just check. Uh, so since you're not currently in the YouTube Partner Program, you won't receive a share of a revenue, though you still have the opportunity to apply for the YouTube Partner Program. So that's not changed. Once you meet the requirements and you've applied, then you can start monetizing the content as you usually would do uh, through YouTube. Uh, you can also check your progress towards the eligibility for monetization in the YouTube studio. Uh, again, as I've already gone a little bit off topic there, but hopefully you get the general gist of what's <laughs> going on there and why everyone is freaking out. Uh, yeah, and freaking out seems to be the right word. So to be clear, these are people who are maybe starting out the YouTube journey, haven't, haven't been accepted to the YouTube program, 1,000 subscribers, 4,000 hours of watch time within 12 months period. And now they basically, YouTube is saying, look, we're just going to run ads on your system. So guys, I think let's start since we're talking about terms of service. When you look at the original YouTube terms of service before this update, YouTube has always had this right. I just want to be clear with that. If you look at the original service, the original conditions, they've always said that they could use our content to grow their business. We agree to this right up front. Now with YouTube's whole attitude of we're going to make it much more open, and it's going to be a, a kind of much more transparent. The fact that they've brought this to the forefront is kind of why people are freaking out. So I guess, guys, let's let's start there. I originally, to be honest, thought that when I started my channel, I thought, well, okay, well, they're going to run ads and I'm just not going to get a piece of that revenue were they always running ads on my channel or is this now something they're going to start from now? It's interesting you ask that later on because I have in the back of my mind somewhere that I just seem to assume and accept that adverts will run everywhere and anywhere. Uh, and in some of the comments that I've been reading, I've heard people saying, yeah, I've been seeing ads on my videos for years or months. I think the one distinction there is that maybe adverts have been appearing on people's videos because they use copyrighted content. And that means the copyright owner has mm. claimed that and is already putting on uh, on adverts. Um, but I, I guess it's, it's almost like the, the way you're asking this question is that I suddenly realize that adverts are just part of the fabric of YouTube anyway. So I, eat, like, I wouldn't necessarily watch a video and say, oh, I'm surprised that this video has got adverts on it because I've checked the subscriber count. And I've realized that they're not in the YouTube partner program. It's just not a thought that comes into my head. And certainly it's not a thought that comes into any viewer's head who has no interest in the YouTube partner program. Um, it's, this is very much a creator centric change to be to the monetization update. And Robin, I guess that's exactly what I'm trying to unpack here. You know, our role here is not to pick sides. We're not trying to say bad YouTube. We're not trying to say good YouTube. We're just trying to understand real world implication because at the end of the day we're all creators we all got a creator hat on and we're trying to grow our channel we're trying to build that audience we're trying to just play by the rules and we want to just know what's going on yes the feelings are involved in here but if we just kind of our job here on the stream especially is to take a helicopter view and really understand each of these building blocks to see what the impact is 
And uh, to your point, I think you're right. Ads are just part of YouTube. Unless you have YouTube premium, I think that's what it's called, that you don't get to see ads. I would say most of us see ads on every single video. I have never once did exactly what you said, going, oh, I wonder why I'm getting an ad. This channel only has 50 subscribers. Seeing an ad, does that prevent you guys, and this is a question to both of you, and maybe let's give Dan an opportunity here. Dan, seeing an ad on a video, you want the content, you've found the content in search, or it was suggested to you on your homepage, you've clicked on it, and an ad pops up. What are your initial thoughts? Do I abandon this immediately? Or, well, I'm here for the content. I know I'm going to get ads. This is just part of the process. I mean, the only time I notice it is when I'm clicking on a video that is like under a minute long. I'm not talking about a YouTube short. I'm just, if I see a funny thing that's trending and I'm like, oh, that looks funny. And I click it and it's like under a minute long. And then an ad pops up. Even if it's just a five second skippable ad, I get I get kind of annoyed because I'm the ad is going to be almost as long as this video. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes I'll just be frustrated and wait till I can skip it or just watch the ad. I've actually had ads that were, you know, oh, here's a 30 second ad you have to sit through. And then the video is just maybe two minutes. Like This is a large, large portion of the time I was willing to spend on this video. Uh, it's rare. It doesn't it doesn't happen often. I don't know if it's it, that maybe that was a, maybe that they were experimenting back then. I don't know. I haven't seen it in a while. But for the most part, I expect to see ads uh, on videos I click on. I wait for them to finish and I watch my video. All right, so just to be clear, we're not saying our ads irritating because I think we kind of know the answer to that. A lot of people hover over that skip button waiting to go in. But the fact is that we're used to seeing ads on a regular basis. In fact, I can't remember the last time I saw a video that didn't have any ads. So Rob, your your take when you get to a video, if it's got an ad, does that make you want to click away or not? Yeah, so... I think we're looking at the different stakeholders in the YouTube ecosphere here. And currently we're taking a viewer's point of view. Uh, no, I don't think if I click on something and an advert comes up, I, I just accept it's it's the cost of business, you might call it. Um, <laughs> and I, I think we, we also recognize that when there are adverts on videos, the creator's benefiting from, well, the creator has been benefiting <laughs> from it uh, by earning revenue. But obviously that's changed a little bit now. But again, from the viewer's point of view, I don't think they're going to care one way or another uh, whether this channel with so many subscribers has an advert on it versus this one. They're just used to adverts in general. Um, I think what I will say here is as well is that all three of us uh, are, I guess, YouTube veterans, and we're all monetized on our own channels. So our voices and opinions come from people who uh, this this isn't, this change isn't going to affect us as much, although it, we still think uh. it is because there are things that we're going to talk about a little later in that, in that sense. Um, and so and maybe we don't fully appreciate uh, just how bigger impact this is to creators who aren't yet monetized, but I think we'll get onto that conversation as well. But I think generally adverts on YouTube, it's an accepted part of the, of the platform. Yeah. So I think you hit on a great point that, you've got to look at it from different lenses, right? When you look at it from a viewer's point of view, I think we're all kind of in agreement that the cost of, of being able to get access to YouTube is that you have to sit through some ads. 
Some ads are going to be skippable. Some ads are going to be non-skippable. There's going to be some mid-roll ads, which are ads that appear in the middle of your video. There's going to be some even ads that appear after a video. We've just come to accept that just that is just what it is. This is what we what, what we what we signed up for. And if we don't like it, we do have an option to enable YouTube Premium. It's called YouTube Premium or YouTube Red. I keep thinking YouTube Red. Uh, I premium now. Premium. Okay. It used to be called Red a while ago. Okay, I knew it was something. Okay, but you know. Do you guys have YouTube Premium? I do not. I don't think. But maybe I maybe should expense that on the on, on the, the yeah, account. Good question. Good question. That. It's interesting because we've always had the option to block ads, yet it involves money. It involves us paying into this YouTube, and nobody seemed to have a problem with that because we had an option. Yeah. And I think having an option is the key word here because what's really has got under people's skin is that if you're a small creator, you now not, you don't have an option whether to allow these ads or not. I understand you're not going to get money out of that, but at the very least, should YouTube not have made it a possibility to see, A, it allow these ads to run, or B, what type of ads, or C, at the very least, let me control the types of ad that I can uh, display on my channel. Like I want to block... I don't know, anything to do with politics or anything to do with certain topics which are against my channel's values. I have none of those options. Do you guys think that YouTube maybe should have at least allowed some sort of customization before we get onto the money bit, but at least some sort of customization so it's still my channel and I have some control and I'm not completely at their mercy? I do. I, I think something I, you know, even without customization, I think I should be at least entitled to know what types of ads we're going to run. If, if it's a case of all of them, I would like that to be communicated. If it's a case of uh, only banner ads, only, you know, pre-roll ads, I want to know is, is my 10 minute video going to have mid-rolls? And if it is, how many mid-rolls can I expect? And I want to plan my content around that. If I don't have control over, what you know what if any ads play in my videos i at least want to know okay i know that mid rolls automatically appear after eight minutes for partners if they turn that on or off and maybe i make all of my content seven and a half minutes from now on so i at least avoid the mid rolls i for one you know you asked me earlier about how i feel about ads i mid rolls a lot of times will make me click away sometimes they wake me up i'm in the middle of the content i'm invested in it and then a mid roll pops up i'm like you know what i'll i'll finish this later it's Midrolls are about the worst thing ever. So if, I, I want to know. They haven't communicated that yet. So I feel like at the very least, we should have that communicated. And then I like your idea of, okay, you can have one of these things. You have to have at least one, though. Which kind of ad do you do you want on your video? Rob? Yeah. So let, let's just preface this with the fact that all we know are the um, terms of service right now. Right. Absolutely. Maybe YouTube is going to implement such tools, although I highly doubt it <laughs> i think they're gonna control all of the advertisement for your content through their own stuff and you'll just have to uh, grin and bear it and dan i agree with you that we should be we should have some control over where the ads go what type of ads etc etc the problem with a lot of that is um the way monetized channels do this is through an adsense account so in order for you to block political ads on your adverts 
you would need an AdSense account. So that opens up a whole new can of worms for these channels that aren't in the YouTube part. Oh, program. I didn't even get it to type. <laughs> Just mid-roll or pre-roll or I didn't even think about well, political ads. So, so at the same point in, in the studio, YouTube would have to have some mechanism to unlock all of that stuff for people who are in the YouTube partner program. And you have to agree to certain terms um, when you apply for, for the partner program. So I don't know how all of that would logistically work mm -hmm. to give you some form of control, but you're absolutely right. I, I'm doing a reaction video very soon. Um, so I've been reading through comments. And one of the really good points was that if you're doing an ASMR uh, video and then four minutes through, there's a, an advert that's at a completely different pace, turn and speed sound that's going to just take you out of the video completely really good point another channel said that they're a, a bible studies channel and they have no intention of monetizing their content ever mm -hmm. um and so these adverts are going to start coming onto their channel and influencing potentially their viewers which is exactly what they don't want to do so i think control really is a one word isn't it uh, some people may even accept having adverts on their content because some people are saying that having adverts on their content actually legitimizes their content. It's almost like a validation that YouTube is saying your content is good enough for us to put adverts on it. And with that, it gives you hope that when you do reach the monetization requirements, you should be accepted into YouTube partner program because YouTube is already advertising on your content. So that's a, a good sort of side counter argument to this. Um, and then we got, on, I got onto the question here when I was reading the comments of, are YouTube is taking a lot here. Is there some they, some way that they could give a little bit back? For example, and these are some um, viewer suggestions. Let's say your content is being monetized by YouTube. All right, if YouTube, you're going to do that, then can I have the perk of the community tab earlier than a thousand subscribers? Or can I apply for monetization earlier, such as I only need 500 subscribers? or 2,000 hours of watch time, because you already know that my content is good enough to put monetization on it. And I think there are some nice, interesting compromises there. And I'm just wondering what you two thought of whether there could be a little bit of leeway for YouTube to make this more palatable for, for users. Well, the, the, the answer should be yes. At the end of the day, it, be, is, yeah. it, it is a partnership. We as yep. creators are creating content. We absolutely acknowledge that YouTube is paying the hosting and the bandwidth fee and the distribution. We acknowledge that. So what do we do in return? We create content for them to have a place so they could monetize. So monetize. We kind of get it. Um, in the back of our minds, we know that we're getting the service for free as much as we like to complain about YouTube algorithms and all that good stuff. We give it, we're getting a service and we're getting it for free. And you know the, you know the saying, if it's free, you're the product. Well, ta-da, mm -hmm. this is welcome. This is what's happening. One of the things that I do like is maybe some sort of a give and take. Okay, we, we're going to make the money. We're going to make 100% of this money. At the very least, let's enable you to get to the monetization quicker. In other words, we're going to maybe give you the community tab. So you start building your community earlier and get more engagement, build your audience. And then you get to 1,000 subscribers and 4,000 hours much quicker now because now you've got these things. Maybe you, do, you have channel membership. Maybe you have, any of those other perks that currently exist, maybe the bar needs to be lowered. The one thing I'm really worried about, and this could be a, a completely pessimistic approach, let's put a YouTube financial hat on. 
how many bazillions of dollars are they going to make now earning 100% of the revenue? We don't know what it is. It's a big question mark, but we can assume that's a nice size chunk. The question is going to be at some point, are they ever going to look at raising the bar instead of lowering it, Rob and Dan? Could that be a realm of possibility where they realize, hold on, why don't we make it 5,000 subscribers to become eligible for the YouTube program? We make 100% of the revenue for that additional period of time, purely a financial decision. And realistically, most people have the option to go off the platform. You don't like it, delete your videos. In fact, YouTube Terms of Service says that. If you don't want this, delete your content and go away. Most people are not going to do that. Do you guys think we're ever going to be in a world, or in the near future at least, where they're going to raise the bar because this is just too good, too much of a cash cow for them? I personally never imagined that side of it. I kind of felt like my, my gut told me that I wonder if they would lower the bar considering that more people are going to have ads and you know, the, maybe to just kind of get the PR to reverse a little bit. It's like now it's 500 subscribers instead uh, because you're all going to have ads anyway, you know, but I can see where you're coming from. YouTube's going to eventually keep making more moves to make more money, whether that's more original content, more incentives for YouTube premium. Um, they have a lot to gain and they have a lot of expenses. I mean, imagine what it costs to store all the content forever and ever that gets uploaded every second of every day. You can upload as much as you want, however, like whenever you want. That has to go somewhere. I mean, all this stuff costs money and people got to run it. So yeah, I, I never imagined that we might face a point where they're like, we need to make partnership a little more, uh, you know, a little more challenging to get into. So I, I don't, I certainly think that could happen, but for some reason I was <laughs> thinking it could be the other way around. YouTube have done this before when they went from 10,000 views to monetize the content to this new recurrent of subscribers mm -hmm. and watch time. Mm -hmm. However, to do it again, uh, then you're risking the wrath of the creators who are making money now because this change has only impacted creators who aren't making any revenue. Um, so forgive the term, they're more disposable to YouTube from a business point of view. But if you start to go after the creators who are feeding you revenue and squeezing them, that's that's a tough ask. But <laughs> it, it could happen. I mean, there's all... Yeah, I'm lost for words because now you start to say about it, I start to worry about my future. Um, I, can't see that, I can't see that happening well, soon. Can, can, I, can I just add, I mean, every year Netflix raises its prices and every year they're faced with, maybe it's every other year, I don't know. Every, every, every time they do that, they're faced with a PR you know, onslaught and people on social media cancel Netflix, this and that. And it does like they have more content, they have more people, they have more overhead, they have to make money somehow, and they're not they they know they can't put ads on it. So that's their solution. YouTube can be a little more flexible. So I I think YouTube will find more creative ways to keep making money in the future. And this this year, this was just their creative way of doing that, in my opinion. But just to counter that a little bit, uh, Dan, uh, Netflix, they're not. Um necessarily taking money away from the production studios or whatever maybe they're taking more mm -hmm. money off the off the users because True. they need to pay the creators more cash to to keep the series on their on but on their on the platform but of course we, we don't know the right. economics of the business plan of netflix per se right well let, let's let's put a creator hat on for a second so 
I'm a channel and I am monetized. And the impact that this may have is also to me. Now, I know a lot of people are going, boo-hoo, you know, you're going to make less money. We're trying to make money. But if we think about the number of people who are monetized, good old economics, supply and demand. Right now, there are a certain number of channels which are monetized or you can stick your ads onto them. And it is a split between YouTube, of course, and the creator. Now, by bringing literally thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of new channels, what happens to supply and demand? Now, me as an advertiser, I have much more ability to maybe experiment with much of these smaller channels to see what kind of return I'm going to get. Do you think this will drive down CPMs for people who are already monetized? That's the worry, isn't it? As you say, um, let's just give a random example here. An advertiser can choose from 50 million videos to advertise um, because all of these creators are monetized. But then you open it up to everyone. 50 million videos goes to maybe a billion videos. You, you, you just think about the numbers and it's a little scary. Uh, and I think somebody phrased it as there's more inventory for advertisers. Now, in saying that, you have to consider that the advertiser still wants to go after good quality content. So you would assume that all oh. the videos that are available, they're probably going to be a bit a bit selective. I think the worry is that YouTube can make more money from the advertisers going after these. Um, well, no, there's kind of two ways to think about this, about this. Could YouTube lower the advertiser rate for videos where they take 100% of a profit? Or could YouTube encourage advertisers to choose these videos because they're going to get 100% of a, of a revenue? Or both. Or, or, yeah, or both. <laughs> that, that, that's the thing, is that YouTube just has that option. And if you think about it, um, with the term micro-influencer, nano-influencer, advertisers are looking for small niche communities that they could spend their money on because it's cheaper, and it's much more direct, and it's usually a good active community as opposed to spending $100,000 with one creator for one video and kind of hoping that they, or some of their audience may or may not buy their product. I, the concern that I have as a creator, I know what my CPM is as it is now. Now, I'm in the technology sphere multiplied by, I don't know, a couple of 100,000 new technology players that come into the market yeah. Why wouldn't an advertiser want to experiment paying much less across much more, many, many more creators? And YouTube has got no disincentive, disincentive to stop that from happening because they're making 100% of the revenue. Does that make sense? Yeah. So we spoke about the type of ads and we got no control over them. If you're trying to grow a meditation channel, Rob used the example of an ASMR channel. If you're trying to grow a live stream or a, trying to grow a meditation channel, you don't want those ads interrupting the meditation session. That's the point. If it's a religious session, you don't want mid-roll ads coming up saying, buy your favorite beer here. Well, that goes against everything you've just been teaching. And I think what the creators are really upset about is not the fact that they're not getting part of that money. Obviously, that's a big deal because you, you know, you're advertising on my platform. I should get something. But the big thing I think has got to do a lot with control. The fact that we just don't have that control. So if we go back to the money bit, YouTube is making a lot of money, 
100% of the revenue is going to go to YouTube. They're rolling this out according to the terms and service. And Rob, kind of correct me if I'm wrong here. They already started rolling it out because it was it came into effect on the 18th, yep. and it's going to roll out. But they but they still said some channels. They didn't say this is going to be a rule for 100% of the channels all the time. Is that correct yes. or not? So yeah, let's think about the again the worst case scenario, and we automatically think everybody's content is going to be advertised from today. And YouTube do state will be slowly rolling out on a limited number of videos. And when I think about how YouTube usually tests things, what are you reckoning? Maybe 5%, 10% of these videos may see adverts on them. I'm taking a rough guess here. And I, I mm-hmm. what the other thing I want to add here is that a lot of what we're talking about is speculation. Where we're just thinking of where this potentially leads. And so I do want to add that caveat in case. Anyone's getting this wrong to a certain extent. Or YouTube decided to change their mind after the the backlash, no doubt there. Two examples I want to give you here. Um, YouTube announced that they were abbreviating sub counts last year. Can you remember this? And they gave us like a three-month lead time, and everybody hated it, and then they did it anyway. The other thing they did was say to people, we're going to take away your, what is it, the the validation check mark. What's it called now? Verified. Verified verified check mark. Uh, the the and I think they just did that, and everybody hated it. And mm-hmm. we, was it like within forty eight hours they changed their mind on the refined um, how they were going to do it? Uh, so I think there is precedence for YouTube going one way or the other, like just doing it anyway, or maybe changing it based on creators' um, voices. And I will say this in that YouTube, I think, have been quite transparent on this. We all found out at the same time. They didn't try and hide it in the terms of service without broadcasting it because they did it in tweets and they did it in their um, creator blog so i will applaud them for that so this could change but again i feel as if when it affects creators who have no sort of power and influence in the sense that they're they're not generating any income for youtube i feel as if this is more likely to stay the course Mm. but dan Leron, by all means counter that argument uh, no, I wouldn't. I would just, I just say like the verification check mark is a good example of something that is not really of cost to them. You know, it doesn't cost them anything to put verification check marks in people's channels. If people are, but that it does up- impact a lot of influential creators, I think. And they, and if they've got a voice, YouTube will listen to them. Whereas I think the massive creators that have been affected here maybe don't have as much of a powerful voice. Sorry, Dan. Right, no, you're right. And, and then, and that's the thing, like they can, they can give you the verification check mark and they can change the rules however they need to change them. So it's like, all right, we're going to let you have these, but from now on verification means this, you know, in, in this hypothetical, now I'm outlining, but <laughs> it, it doesn't, it doesn't affect the bottom line out of the gate. Like this will, this is going to change their bottom line overnight. And uh, I don't think they're going to, uh, get rid of this because everyone gets upset. I do think that they'll either a tweak it a little bit to maybe hopefully give us that control we mentioned at the beginning or b at least hopefully we get some transparency. We've been begging YouTube for transparency. In my opinion, they've been coming around with that. They've been giving us more and more each year into just lo- a look inside of what's going on at YouTube, why they're doing the things they're doing. They have a creator channel where they outline a lot of changes. So People have been asking for transparency. YouTube has been delivering. I would like, at the very least, to see that. Yes. If I've come onto the platform today and the rule of the platform is you can upload your content, these are the community guidelines, don't do copyrights, don't do X, Y, and Z. Oh, by the way, you're going to have ads running on your videos. 
does that actually change the way I would approach my channel at all? Yeah, that's. I was kind of wanted to phrase this as, as if um, it's much harder to um, give stuff back to the community rather than take it away. And like we've gone for 15 years, it's been the way that when you first start on YouTube, you don't financially influence YouTube in any way. And now you do. Um, so imagine if it had always been the case, Travis, you know, like from day one, if you start a YouTube channel, um, YouTube may monetize. I think creators would accept that. I could be wrong about this, of course, but I think creators would accept it as cost of business. I'm using that term now because I've been watching Breaking Bad and um, <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm saying cost of business. So that's, you're wondering why I keep saying that. Now we're um, going to get demonetized. Oh, wait, but, we're ready. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> but it's a, I, think it, I think this is a principle thing right now. People who've been on the platform for two or three years are just really hacked off that they're working towards monetization. And in a snap of a finger, YouTube has decided to start monetizing their content until they can make money themselves. Um, and I think that's why a lot of people are really irritated because ultimately, when you think about it, how does this affect the creator working towards monetization? And it doesn't. I mean, some people argue that, yes, it means that less people are going to watch my videos because there's adverts here and there. And I think those are all minor things that may influence your view counts by a fraction. But if you're determined to work towards monetization, building the community, this shouldn't stop you in the slightest. Well, yeah, Dan, before you jump yeah. in, if you remember when there was a time in, in, in our lifetime when we used to fly on a plane, they never used to charge us to take luggage. And yeah. then at one point, the airline said, forget it, we're charging you for luggage. And then they're going to charge you to pre-select your seat when before it was free. Yes, there was this big outrage, but guess what happens when you need to fly? you fly and now you make a choice am i going to take my luggage or not am i going to pre-book my seat or not this is just the way the world has changed i think it would be unrealistic for us to expect that a rule that was implemented on youtube in 2008 2006 whatever the date was is still valid in 2020 today just the rules of engagement have changed the number that of petabytes of data that are consumed per second has gone up dramatically. Video is the number one source, I stand under correction, but I think it is the number one source of content that's driving the web today. The cost of doing business, to use Rob's terminology, <laughs> has gone up dramatically over the years. So YouTube as a business is saying, oh, why do we have to lose money so that, you think of this, YouTube is having the conversation of, we're losing money so that people, creators can make content to get to a point where we can pay them. It doesn't make sense as a, as a business model. So for us as creators and as people who kind of were helping creators grow, what should creators be doing, if anything, differently because of this? I, I think creators who are not partnered are going to be trying to work a lot harder towards getting that monetization. And, you know, we talk every single every single week about ways you can grow your channel and things like that. Um, I, I think that there's going to be maybe at least there should be people paying better attention to that advice and trying to really analyze their channels and go, all right, if there's gonna be ads in my videos, I want to, I want to try and make something from them. I need to join this partnership program. I need to do what it takes to join it. I think if anything will be motivating, um, Rob mentioned, he glossed over this real quick, uh, 
the 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 idea that you're going to get less views because there's ads now on your videos. If you're not a partnered channel, all of you are in that boat right now. So if it's the experience is the same now wherever you go on YouTube, I argue you're not going to get less videos unless yeah. we're talking mm -hmm. about people leaving YouTube because there's just too many ads, which is not going to happen. So, and, and another point I want to make too is just about business growing in general. There's this great South Park episode where Walmart comes to town and everybody, you know, it shuts all the businesses down because Walmart just takes everything. And the town finally gets so enraged by Walmart that they burn it down. And they're like, all right, we're going to support local business. And they all go to this, uh, you know, convenient, it was like a Walgreens style store. And they all, <laughs> there's this time lapse of it building up because they make more and more money. And then the episode ends with them burning that down too, because mm -hmm. they did the same thing as Walmart. <laughs> so there's this other idea of we're all going to go to another platform. We'll just find, we'll, we'll go to somewhere else to upload our videos. As the company grows, there's going to be more reasons for them to make more money because they're going to have more content, more resources, more overhead. And guess what's going to happen? <laughs> exactly. We should mention at this point that there are other supermarkets and pharmacies available yeah. out there. Hashtag um, not sponsored. <laughs> um, I, I'm going to go down the similar route to Dan here a little bit in that. Yes, I agree with you. It absolutely sucks that YouTube is going to start profiting from your content. The principle of it is horrid. I'd be annoyed about it if I was a creator. But if you use this as another excuse, excuse. to yeah. um, give up on YouTube, et cetera, et cetera, that's fine. But just so you know, there's probably another 100 creators out there in the same space as you who are not going to do that who are going to throw more effort and passion into making their content and actually thinking about, well, I've been making videos on YouTube for five years, uh, not monetized. And now YouTube's going to make some money from it. Well, to be honest, you probably want to do some self-reflection on your channel to work out why you haven't been able to get to monetization yet. And like put the effort into getting more watch time, more subscribers, et cetera, et cetera. So then you can start benefiting, benefiting from it. And that sound like may sound like a harsh reality, but that's the nature of YouTube. There is always somebody who's on your coattails looking to grab your community uh, and grab your income in that in, in this case. Uh, and so uh, this, yeah, this might be a bit of a kick up the backside once again for creators. If you're serious about YouTube, take it seriously and you will be rewarded. I hope I haven't early enough. <laughs> no, Rob, I think that let's be absolutely real here. If you're not getting money from YouTube right now, this has zero impact on you. Not one thing. The people who have going to be impacted by this is probably the people who YouTube is paying right now because CPMs will change. Brands will change. Adverts will change. They'll, those will have a financial issue on a monthly basis. Your mission as a creator should not change because of this. Your main mission should be get into that program so that you can start benefiting. The fact that YouTube is running ads on it, it's just what we used to on YouTube anyway. And again, as people have said in the past, if YouTube has charged you $10 a month, $5, a, you know what, a dollar a month to be on YouTube until you get a thousand subscribers and, and 4,000 hours of watch time, people will be outraged. The rules haven't changed for you as a creator. You're still making good content. You're still finding your audience. You're still finding your community. 
But YouTube is, has a cost of doing business, a cost of running a website, a cost of hosting, a cost of support, a PR support, which is being used very, very well <laughs> at this stage of the game. But they've got all those costs. And us as creators, if we don't upload one thing this month, do you know what it costs us? Nothing. You know what's going to happen tomorrow when there's an ad appearing on your video? Nothing. This doesn't change from your mission. If your mission is to be a YouTube creator, this doesn't change it. We haven't even touched on the royalty side of it because I think that's maybe we should save that for, for another discussion. I think so. Yeah. Uh, Dan, your final thoughts. Yeah, um, I, I think that one thing to keep in mind, and I don't know if this is said enough. I can attest to this as a gaming channel who has partnered. Uh, CPMs aren't that great to begin with. <laughs> I, I don't. If you get yourself a thousand subscribers and four thousand hours of watch time, don't expect to be quitting your day job. Um, that that's probably going to be more true now when we talk, when we think about inventory. Uh, YouTube's already been giving us tools as partners to leverage. You know, other other ways of making money and making turning YouTube into a business. CPM is such a small small part of it. So at the end of the day, yes, ads are frustrating. Uh, there's you know. YouTube premium. If you want to watch YouTube without them, if you're a creator though, um, even partnered, like you're, you've already been thinking ahead of the game in terms of how you're going to run your business. Uh, so I, I do think that yes, change is annoying, but also it's going to be okay. Rob, your final thoughts. So I think I kind of gave my final thoughts to creators uh, in my last um, soapbox speech. So I'm going to talk a little bit to YouTube directly now. It feels as if what you've done here is given something useful to advertisers and yourself. You may be frustrating users a little bit with potentially more ads, but you've infuriated the majority of creators, I would say, because there are so many creators who are uh, under the YouTube partner program requirements this at this point. So I feel as if YouTube, you need to... Uh, offer something to this community. For example, what if instead of just deciding that uh, creators are forced to put adverts on their videos, you had an opt-in service. So you say, look, we want to put adverts on your content. You're not going to receive any money, but it might lead to this, like tools before other people. Uh, we'll speed up the application process when you meet the requirements, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Kind of do that thing. And also... Tell us where this money is going to go. Are you just going to take this 100% of revenue and put it in the rest of your pot? Or, as I maybe suggest, is take that extra 40, what it, 55% slice and put it into some sort of cre transparent creator pool where you give it back to the community in some way in terms of new tools or events, that type of thing. I just think... As the way you read it from the terms of service, it feels like a bit of a cynical cash grab. And I think YouTube, as you said later on, could have PR'd this a lot more effectively for us. Okay, well, be it as it may, what our thoughts are, it is what it is. It's just the new reality right now. Those that are currently making videos, especially those that have uploaded videos since the 18th when this was implemented, have you guys noticed any difference immediately? Have you seen any ads on your channel? We'd love to know that. And in the meantime, thank you for hanging out here on another episode of Tube Talk. Please share this episode with at least one other content creator. Hit that subscribe button in your favorite podcast application. And I'll catch you again on the next episode of Tube Talk.
Cheers for now. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Tube Talk, brought to you by vidIQ. Head over to vidIQ.com slash Tube Talk for today's show notes and previous episodes. Enjoy the rest of your video making day.